Welcome back to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric. And in this episode, I'm sharing another conversation I had with one of my Patreon members about his journey into options trading, as well as some thoughts on replacing your day job with trading income. But before we get started, you need to know that everything on this podcast on this episode and over on Patreon. Everything's for informational purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. Speaking of Patreon, I'll be adding a new SPX weekly option strategy video this week. So if you're interested in learning more about trading SPX and income options and you want to support the podcast and get additional research studies, be sure to come check me out over on Patreon. And that website is patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Cool. So tell me a little bit about yourself and you know how you got into trading. and Sure. Uh, and first of all, thanks for the time. Uh, well, my name is Jason. Uh, I'm from Central America, uh, originally from Nicaragua, but I live in El Salvador. Um, I got into trading more or less eight years ago. Uh, I start. I start learning about iron condors. That was my first, uh, let's say, um, yeah, yeah, uh, o- option system. And then I went to, um, let's say, to start using moving average. Uh, then I changed to Ichimoku and uh, and MACD mm. and uh, stochastic and so on. And I stuck there, uh, switching from one system to another for many many years. Yeah. When you started, did you? Um... Were you mainly trading just stocks or, or or did you start with options? How did you get into options? You know, cause it sounds like you were, you tried some technical analysis and yes. you know, hit or uh, miss. Yes. I got to options more or less in 2016 and, uh, um, and I start to, to get different courses from, uh, from Udemy. Yeah. Okay. From Udemy, yeah. From Udemy website. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I was, only paper trading. So let's say I have a knowledge more or less of eight years um, um, with ups and downs, uh, but I was paper trading most of this time until uh, let's say in 2020 when um, the COVID strike, uh, I also received a notification from TD Ameritrade telling me that if I'm not planning to deposit any money, uh, then they will close my account. Oh, okay. (laughs) I didn't know they did that. That's a good thing because a lot of people sign up because they have a pretty decent uh, paper trading platform. So So they told you to use it or lose it or something? Yes. Yes. They they gave me a notification of 30 uh, business days. uh, And they told me, if you're not depositing any money, we appreciate you to be one of our clients. And thank you. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I have to deposit the money. Yeah, and uh, and then I I went for real, and and then I start let's say um, um, yeah using options. Uh, in that moment, I start as well buying stocks. So I, I was not buying the stocks uh, in the last eight years, but in, this, in I mean only in 2020 I got into stocks. So I I played in different. Uh, uh, my portfolio is divided like. Uh, some stocks are for uh, for growth, another for dividend, yeah, for dividend passive income, right. and this is and this is so far the one that's working the best, the the one for passive uh, income uh, from dividends. dividends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It works. It's, it's good. Yeah, it's work. It's good. Yeah, and uh, it's slow but but good. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So and uh, I, and I was looking for different, let's say, um, teachers, masters, um, people that can serve as a trainer. And take you to another level, let's say. So, and somehow uh, I found you. I don't know exactly how or or, but I found you. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's really that's really cool. I appreciate it. Um, where do you live now? Oh, I live in Central in El Salvador. You you, you live in El Salvador. Okay, so. Yes. Yeah, I'm curious to know how you found me. I'm going to assume it's either YouTube or the podcast because that's really I found you in the I found you in a podcast. I was looking podcast. I was doing, yes, I was doing some research and then I got you from through the podcast. Uh let's say you were posting something about to have the the age trait uh and um of 120 days. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, I, yeah. and then I look for you in YouTube and then I found the video and your explanation. It was from 2017 or 2018. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Okay. Like yeah. Uh -huh. Wow. That's very cool. So in El Salvador, you're, cause we're, you know, you're trading SPX with me. Exactly. Right? So, exactly. Right. um, so I guess for me, I'm in Florida, so it's interesting that, um, and I've seen this before and it's, you know, um, mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, for people in foreign countries to the U.S., are mm -hmm. trading SPX. So yes. what time what time zone are you in in relation oh. to maybe the US just so I have an understanding? Yeah, for you probably it's 11:36, something like this. Mm -hmm. um, yes. for me it's 9:36. Uh, okay. So you're like a like west here like west coast time. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, so the, um, the, the market for me starts at 7:30, let's say in, in this current mm -hmm. time zone. And okay, it cool. ends, and it closes at uh, 2 p.m. Okay. Oh, so that's interesting because a lot of the trades we take are sort of end of day. So that's really like yeah. a mid afternoon for you. So that's okay. That's cool. Yes. Normally, yeah. normally when you are uh, posting in, in Patreon, for example, um, I got the signal at lunch. Yeah. So um, right, um, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Very nice. So um, yeah. Did you have anything you wanted to cover or go over while we're, um, you know, I know we, uh, what I'm, what I'm learning is I need to book longer sessions <laughs> because <laughs> I, I booked like 15 minute ones and then I have a 15 minute break and then break. I have another one. So we can go more than 15 minutes, but um, what I, probably going to do next time and we can set something up again is maybe go a little longer and get a little bit deeper into whatever but but yeah the floor is yours as far as um what you'd like to kind of talk about okay sure uh let me ask you okay well i will go to the main to the main question uh my main question yeah sure. and uh, um okay so with the let's say with your guidance and the and the trades you are doing i have generated um more or less one thousand two hundred uh dollars uh, only in august yeah okay Okay, so which is good. It's it, it's yeah. good. Uh, yeah. And how long have you been? Remind me how long you've been a member here. I, I'm really a new member. Right? Let's say a couple I have months. A couple of months, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so. and so when you say you've generated 1,200 in profits, um, yeah, from those trades, are you doing one spread per trade? Uh, I'm following exactly. Let's say not exactly, but I'm let's say XPX at the beginning. I, I mean, in July, let's say I was a bit shy. Shy. And I was uh, executing the trades in the, the trades in the XSP, yeah. XSP, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So with the uh, uh, fight uh, uh, with spread and uh, and only one contract, yeah. Uh, but now let's say I'm more following you uh, in the sense that um, if you are op opening an opening a trade in XPX, uh, I'm I'm doing, for example, you do two contracts. I do two contracts. Right, uh, right. right. So the same, the same, uh, also the same width and the same uh, uh, strikes. Let's say. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And same. Yeah. Yeah, and and 
Um, and that's good. I was just curious because sometimes when some, one of the tricky things to, to know when, when someone says, okay, I made, um, and, and, and this is more of something you see online. Oh, I made $3,000 today. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. Well, how much did you need to make the $3,000? Did you, do you have a hundred thousand dollar account and you made 3% or did you have, did you double your money with 3000? So I, I like to kind of, um, you know, understand the number of contracts. So, yeah. Sure. And, and I have multiple accounts that I trade in, like a lot of the 60 day trades, exactly. I'll do larger size. So I don't post those, uh, okay. like, okay. you know, I'll do multiple. So I usually post, um, I try to just post one, one contract typically. And sometimes I do two, it depends on the account. So okay. um, just so you know what, um, you know, that when I, when I post one of those trades, it's not really a recommendation on size. That's, that's sort of your mm -hmm. own, um, okay. your own, uh, you know, that's determination for yourself, you know, cause I'm, you know, you know, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just telling you what I do. Sure. So what sure. you may see is something I do in this count. And I remember one time I posted a trade, I had 10 spreads and, and I remember someone saying, oh, you must have real conviction. It's like, well, no, I just posted from the wrong account, which is a larger yeah. size. So just, you know, so you know what that yeah, is. I, yeah. I remember that post as well. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, somebody was uh, mentioning this. Yeah. So, and, and um, that was a losing trade too. So that was that's <laughs> another reason why I remember it. <laughs> so yeah. uh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yes. Uh, so um, generally speaking, let's say, um, I don't know if another people ask you, but um, probably another people want to replace their their uh, monthly income, let's say, with uh, trading options on a monthly basis. Right. Um, right. Uh, so uh, I have numbers. I can share with you all these numbers. Uh, sure. but, my, but my question is, if I want to have an average income, let's say, of uh, $3,600, um, and right now I'm generating... Uh, $1,200, mm -hmm. what it will be your recommendation besides of the, uh, of putting more capital or, or, or to achieve this goal, let's say. Okay. So <clears throat> you want to try to earn 3,600 per month. Per month. Per, per I'm, month. Not okay. a, I'm not in a hurry to do so. Uh, right. I'm yeah. You look right very young. That, ah, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I'm 38 years old. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're yeah. Mm -hmm. compared to me, you're very young. I'm, um, yeah. I'm still in my 40s, but I'm getting close. But uh, so, okay, okay. you know, this is a, this is a, this is a hard question. Um, yeah. I, for the longest time, had a, I had a six-figure corporate job, and okay. I, I, I went through this question with myself for a few years before I finally said, you know what, I'm ready to to make the jump, make and the jump. so. I think it's more than a, a money question. I, I honestly, um, I think it's more than, okay, can I make this every month? The short answer is you won't make 3,600 every month, right? right? One month you make 5,000 and one month you're going to lose 3,000 or, you know, and I'm just kind of throwing off or throwing out some realities about realities. The, the consistent comparing, <clears throat> excuse me, comparing a trading income versus a, uh, a regular job income. So, yeah. so that was something. So I have kids and, and they're not in college yet. So, you know, I was kind of in the camp of, I just, you know, I have a good job. I like my job, right? Mm -hmm. I liked my old job. So I wasn't in a hurry to leave. However, mm -hmm. I knew I could make more if I did leave, but I wasn't, you know, mm -hmm. you're still kind of on the mm -hmm. fence about how much of that is and what, what do I need? So I think there's a whole thing you probably need to consider. Um, when it comes to that. So 
if you want to talk just about how much you need, how much capital you need, I, I would say in a relatively conservative, just with the SPX yeah. um, and, and probably more like this 30, 60 day long, the, the longer dated stuff, you know, I think you can do 20 or 30% a year uh, pretty, okay. pretty consistently. Um, there, you know, we say that now we haven't had an extended bear market in a long time. So it's hard to say that another 2008 might, um, you know, might, you might not make 20, 30% that year, or, you know, maybe you break even or, or whatever, if you're doing the proper hedging, like we talk about. Yes. So I, I think the biggest thing I'll kind of, you know, leave you with is just, it's not consistent in that sense. I remember my years ago, my wife, um, my wife's in sales and she had a, um, a job that had no base salary. So she was on full commissions. On so full we commissions. would have, we would have these erratic income and mm-hmm. we learned to uh, work with that because there would be really, really good months. And then you might have a, a zero month. So, mm-hmm. so you really got to factor in your per, the personal finance side of okay. um, how much you have in savings. What, you know, if you have a bad month, let's say you had three bad months, is that going to bring your capital down enough to where you, then mm-hmm. you can't earn that, those type of questions. The other thing I'll say is, you know, if you being 38, and this, again, this is all opinion and stuff, and I'm not a financial advisor, but Go I think when you're, when you're between the ages of 30 and 50, oftentimes uh-huh. you're in the prime earning cycle of your life. Uh-huh. So I would not be in a hurry. I would not tell you to be in a hurry because if, if unless you hate your job and, you know, there's all kinds of things, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if yeah. I, I think there's a lot to, um, I guess I just don't want to encourage people to go full time if it's going to be stressful, if you have to worry about it. So you might be yep. better off, for example, um, working your job and growing your account to a larger amount, maybe mm-hmm. two, three, five years, and then making that 3,600 a month is going to be way easier, you know, or, or maybe you can go part-time or, mm-hmm. you know, something to kind of transition. But, um, you know, th- that's just my general thought on that. Um, but if you're doing well with dividends and you probably, I'm sure you can do your own math on how much you're making. Uh, but with the longer dated s- spreads, I mean, and SPX is ve- very scalable to one, two, three, four hundred thousand $400,000 size, because, you know, Sucks. with the 60 DTE thing we trade, you can, you can trade, you can widen it and trade 10, 20, 30 of those. So you're into the multiple six figures of just trading that. And that usually, um, you know, the model shows and what we're seeing at that, that models like, you know, 20 to 40% a year or somewhere in that range. So, um, so yeah, that's my general take on that kind of question. Okay. Okay. Great. So I I will evaluate more. And uh, yeah, as I said, I'm not in a hurry, but it's uh, very interesting uh, all the trades that I'm taking from you, and and, and I'm more conservative uh, trader. Let's say, mm-hmm. even when you take the fifty percent uh, delta, for example, in uh, in a uh, uh, seven DTE, uh, uh-huh. I take I take the forty. Yeah, for example, right. because right. because I'm afraid that it's gonna pull back and so on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> and uh, um, th- that's my behavior in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as we are running. Um, out of time it's quick it's quickly passing sure 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 um okay we normally perform uh put credit spreads 
And, and now let's say you are also aging the market yeah, with this uh, 120 days and also with the, with the 60 days. But when I see the graph, uh, there is, let's say, there is the vertical in one, in one hand and there is the curve mm -hmm. uh, for the age. But, you know, there is a, there is a gap, let's say, um, what will be like uh, in the future, if I can know the euro strategy, uh, if we find ourselves in the middle of this gap, where is the no man's profit, yeah, or no man's okay. land? You okay. say between the the put credit spread income trade mm -hmm. and the hedge trade, exactly, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is a great question. Um, what we're buying for hedging are unit put options, which right now are worth very little. Exactly. So what happens is when you look at that risk curve and it like, it's going to show you what, what it is at expiration, mm -hmm. right? But when you combine those on a risk graph, it's going to say, okay, and yeah, it's going to uh -huh. look like there's this huge dead zone. Like I'm not going to make money here. The plan is to, if, if the market tanks, what's going to happen is the volatility is going to spike and that, that dead zone is going to change because Mm -hmm. Now the the puts the put hedge put spread hedge is going to be worth a lot more, so okay. it's it's hard to visualize it right now. Um, mm -hmm. I think in Thinkorswim you can go in and say, okay, well, what if I jack up the volatility? What does that look like? So that, you would need to do that. You can't just look at it as here's what I have open, because okay. it won't it won't be uh, indicative of a crash. Right. And that's ultimately what we're trying to hedge for is a large crash. Okay. Um, so it, it's a good question. I know when you look it up, you're like, this doesn't look good. <laughs> but <laughs> and also remember the hedge during the COVID crash, mm -hmm. we're targeting 1500% gains. So if you bought a hedge for, I think one of them was uh, 80, uh, 80 cents, $80, yes. we're trying to take that off on a crash for like $12, right? Okay. So right. it's a huge, it's, it's a very low probability. We may never see that type of crash again in the future. We may, you know, we might, we may not, um, but, um, but, but yeah, it's uh, the plan is when the swoosh happens, we would be taking pro profits in the hedges, right? Mm -hmm. On the way down, which is going to offset all the losses from the spreads by a certain amount. It may not hedge the entire thing, but we're, you know, it may, it may overly hedge depending on what ratio you chose. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and then if the market bounces back up in theory, you could, you could make money on both. If it was fast enough, like the COVID was fast enough to yeah. where, um, you know, it bounced back and some of those spreads actually recovered. Now, if you get a, a uh, 2008 style where it crashes and it stays down there, mm -hmm. then you're going to be, you're, you're going to have losing put credit spreads, but your hedging should offset much of those uh, All those losses. losses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it goes down and stays down, you're in trouble. But the other thing you're doing on the way down, when it goes down and you're selling more lower, mm -hmm. then you're actually offsetting that too, because it won't go down forever. Mm -hmm. Right. So right. the plan is to just, do that and just the only thing we're really trying to do is is we set our target uh, orders to exit on the income trades and then we set that the, the i call it the swoosh if we swoosh down and those those unit put options explode then those will just close out and then you know we'll kind of 
revisit from there. So that's the general idea. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, thank you. Thank well, you. cool. I know we're out of time. Um, sure. Next time we're going to do a longer one for sure. But sure. if you have any more questions, just you know, shoot me an email or message, and um, we'll try to do it again. All right, Jason. I appreciate the call. We'll talk to you later. Uh, th th thank you, Eric. Thank yeah, thanks, thanks for your time. Yep. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. Too.